This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. You made it. Checked out of office to check into the sweet views of... This place where the kids aren't asking for the Wi-Fi. Mom, can we go to the pool? And when you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester to Live Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Lester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! You're watching Lester Till I Die TV. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favorite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow, and join in now. Right, Chris. Uh, All white? (laughs) I don't think I am. No. (laughs) I'm kind of, in a way, lost for words. Um, Did did we not set our alarms? I know it was an early kickoff, but, like, maybe we, you know, we we, we should have set our alarms. Tell you one thing, I know it's Halloween weekend, because that first 20 minutes, it was a whole... <laughs> you know when I do the um, let's take a minute to laugh at 
maybe we should do that to Leicester for the first 20 minutes. I mean, yeah, second half was a tale of two halves. Second half, we were all over them, but we were 2-0 down by then. And I'm going to say this, because I'm sure we are going to get a lot of uh, Arsenal fans uh, popping, and we might even have a couple coming on the stream in a bit. I'm going to say this now, because I've taken the piss out of Arsenal. Uh, I've taken the piss out of the fact that you guys hate Arteta and trust the process. You know, I've even got that there, yeah, trust the process. I, I do, you know, but I've got to give credit where credit's due. In that first 20 minutes, you were all over us. And probably on the whole outlook of the match, you deserved it. Yes, I know we sort of were the best team in the second half and we threw everything at you and we were missing the, the net by inches. Uh, man of the match, overall for the two teams, I've got to say, was your goalkeeper. DT got it right on that. I mean, a couple of great saves. There was a goalkeeper, again, that you guys hated when you signed him. I'll tell you what, he deserved his man of the match and, you know, you defended well. So overall, credit where credit's due. Arteta and Arsenal, you deserve that. This is Leicester Till I Die TV. This is where you can watch and listen to us. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Well, we're going to say hey to Maisie, Devils United. Great, great channel there. Pop on over to it. Uh, does a lot, not just Man United, does a lot of uh, women's football as well. Um... I hope, between you and me, Maisie, I hope that you did what you said you were going to do. Because if you haven't, and here's the dad in me now, if you haven't, Maisie, I'll be very disappointed in you. Not angry, not mad, but very disappointed in you. Brookline here from America says, I woke up in Boston before the Foxes. <laughs> I mean, I set my alarm. I was up in time. How, how difficult was it? David's got a headache. <laughs> Tell you what, mate. I think we, we, we're all migraines all around, I think. And uh, Maisie, yeah, you'll laugh again, Maisie. And I tell you what, you could be laughing at us today. Um, Liverpool fan, hello. How the devil are you, um, mate? We've got you. Caribou Cup. I think we've got you twice over Christmas now. Well, after today's performance, I'm really not looking forward to that. Um, how the devil are you? Yeah, don't ask. Don't ask. The only good thing, um, sorry about this, Maisie, and uh, glad glad you've done that. Uh, I really, really, really am. Well done. But the fact that Spurs are playing Man United later and it's a possible sack game might just take the pressure, might just take the pressure off Leicester this weekend uh, and take the camera off us. Um, <laughs> Maisie said, can we have a jingle saying let's laugh at Leicester? I so did think about that. If I had time, you you don't know. But I'll tell you what, in fairness, in that second half, we were the better team. We annihilated you. But we were 2-0 down by then. And, you know, you just defended well. So it was, <laughs> it was, it was good, but it was much, much too late. 
David, uh, it's like someone turned off uh, turned off the switch when we started. In about 30 minutes, they turned it on. Uh, just unforgivable we started so slow. I'm out of my ideas why that is. We need... I thought we'd got a defensive coach. Wasn't Mr. Torre supposed to be our defensive coach? We need one, I'm telling you. Uh, all I can say is what a performance from Ramsdale. The Barnes and Lutman came on, helped out uh, too little too late. Yeah, Ramsdale was amazing. Uh, David, good evening, sir. How the devil are you? Or good afternoon. I'm used to saying evening, of course. I wish I could say I was more confident going in. Credit to Arsenal for holding the clean sheet, but sorting out the defence needs to be a priority of the next period. Can't concede two every game. We can't concede every game. One clean sheet this season. Even, even Ranieri. I think it might take more than a pizza, though, this time. I don't know. Here's the man who loves pizza. He is the thinking woman's totty. Let's bring him in and say good evening, Brad. How are you, Brad? Frustrated, mate. I'm so frustrated with what I've just witnessed. I just... And it's frustrating in a bad and then in a good way. It's, it's, it, I can't describe what I've just sat down and watched because... I, I was a bit late out of bed. I couldn't really be bothered to move. It was too warm in my bed for a chilly night. And I thought, I've got to get up, get myself revved up because the lads will be ready for it. And I was probably more awake having a coffee at 20 past 12 before the kickoff than Leicester were. I don't know when yeah. the clocks go back. I never do, right? I never know when these clocks go back and forwards, right? But I think Leicester must have gone out of that pitch and thought, Arsenal are really going at it for half 11. Because they just didn't turn up. And then, complete contrast. Oh, I, I, oh, I need a break already. I need a break. And I've only just come on. I'm not going to get to a run. <laughs> I mean, as I say, I, 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 have, I have been very, very quick. I've been very, very quick to to laugh at Arsenal this season, you know. Even on last night's show, I was confident. Uh, I went on uh, This Is Luca's Live show, uh, Arsenal fan. And even now, I was taking the piss. Like I say, I'd got the process message and everything up. Uh, but, uh, you know, may, I think they're turning it round. I mean, you know, they, they don't like Arteta, but he managed that game perfectly, didn't he? Well, I wouldn't say perfectly because let's face well, it. Did, I think they came you know, out with a win, didn't they? They came out with a two nil yeah, win. Yeah. So on, terms of, on terms of the outcome, he definitely got it right. But and I know I posted this in the group, and, I, and I'm definitely going to say it here. In in, in I, I after the first twenty minutes, if you just said to me, Brad, are you going to be able to come up with any positives? I'd have laughed and laughed and laughed. Probably laughed more than Maisie does. But mm -hmm. I. That's the this is why it's so frustrating. There was probably so much positives to take out of that second half performance, and it's frustrating that we found ourselves in that position. That you know, it's, it, it's an old saying. It's you know, it was a game of two halves. You know, it's a game of two halves. It was. It was totally a game yeah. of two halves. Um, Which but by then, it was too late. It was too late. You know, uh, it's no good. Yeah. It's no good starting to fight when you're two nil down and you've only got forty five. Only got forty five minutes, but you know that. Uh, yes, I I thought when we came out of that second half, I thought, yeah, here we go, we're going to be at it. We'll get a goal. Arsenal will start to get a little bit. Oh, they've got a goal back, and you know, we who knows? But they they put the kit. You know, they built. 
<laughs> they've got Donald Trump in their defence building that bloody wall for them, haven't they? Hi, <laughs> uh, yeah. Arsenal fan, welcome along to the chat. So you deserved it today. I've, I've got to say, and whether anybody agrees with me or not, I'm giving credit to Arsenal because they've taken the stick. They've taken the stick. They deserved it. Yet we threw everything at them in the second half, but they defended well. And the goalkeeper was amazing. Yeah, yeah, he was. And and look, uh, on another day, especially the way Leicester lay, lay siege to Arsenal's um, attack in, 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 the, in the second half, on another day, you're probably right, Chris. And I think some Arsenal fans, even though they've just come out of that game and watched their team win 2-0, have come away from the game going, we may have won 2-0, but had Leicester scored, I think they would have feared the thing. And and, and again, that's probably a big positive. I mean, mm. I know we'll get on to Alan's man of the match and ratings later, but I think when you look at them, and I, you know, considering they were they were probably both at zeros after 25 minutes, they're probably about, you know, he's done a very good job again, um, given, yes. given his ratings when we get to them. But, oh, I mean, yeah, and you say, oh, 2 0 down, and you, you can't really turn it around. You know, you shouldn't only have 45 minutes. Well, realistically, we had 70 minutes to turn that game yes, around. We did. So yes. yeah. it shouldn't have taken 20 minutes to settle down after being 2 0 down to then only have 45 minutes to go hammer and tongue at Arsenal. I know that free kick, that free kick, 99 times out of 100, even if a keeper gets a hand on that. It probably goes off the underside of the bar and in. It's a world class save. I'm going to say it. it's up there. Yes, it's contender yeah. for save of the season. If that again, if hands and butts was the case for Leicester, I really feel, and that's why I'm probably so frustrated, along with a lot of others, the way that results gone about happening. I could have handled it if we were trying everything and Arsenal just were just better. But mm. there was just that solid opening period where Arsenal carved us apart, and, and in the end. That was enough for Arsenal, and that's the most disappointing thing. But uh, they they did it against Tottenham. You know they had forty five minutes when they were absolutely brilliant, and then forty five minutes when they weren't. But <laughs> you know if you're going to have your if you're going to only have one half of brilliance, have it first, and then. Hope for the best, defending. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. You know, sorry, I'm just looking at the chat. I was, uh, I was just uh, confused then. Um, Melina, yeah, I'll send it you in a second. Um, yeah, it, it, I mean, when I look at the team that we started with, I was happy. I was really pleased with that team. I, I, I was, but anyone that watched the preview show was no, knowing that I was maybe. You know, don't change a winning team, don't change a winning formula. I, I, I was totally on board with it. And when I did my preview, I was more than happy to suggest that I, I sacrificed a midfielder and it more than likely was going to line up the way it did. Mm. But I, I will say, I think it was very clear to see that, you know, not to blame my own trumpet, but maybe I had the better idea than Brendan in the first half that we maybe should have tried to combat their free-flowing push commitment forward, men forward. I think we was in a defensive shape in our first half that really put us in a pickle, um, which is no, 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 you know, there's nothing against Brendan. At the end of the day, when it's working and we're winning games, you don't, you know, you can't say, oh, well, formation was the reason. What I'm saying is, is, is you know, Brendan says he'll change things as and when he did. And I think, unfortunately, he just got 
a little bit figured out. Arsenal maybe planned for it, and it's just one of them. Clearly, in the second half, the change of shape worked for Leicester. Yeah. You could also entail with the way Arsenal peter out from such an aggressive and fast-paced start that mm. maybe Arsenal helped that by putting all the eggs in, 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 in the first 45, if you want to, because apart from the odd chance or two, when Leicester were stretched trying to get a goal the later the game went on, they didn't look anywhere near the Arsenal as the first half. You know, you did, really did have a classic case of two teams putting in two separate half performances in in, in that sense. So, yes, yeah. No, as I say, I, I, I looked at that and I was happy with that. Um, like you say, you know, you had to make one change, but I, I just, I mean, had the game finished a draw, had it been a nil-nil, let's say, or one, you know, they'd be better. You just said that was fair because we both both had our halves, but it was very frustrating. And that it's kind of summed our season up, really, hasn't it? In the fact that when we're in, we're consistently inconsistent, as people start, you know, like to say, you know, yeah, and saying I like that. It's my infamous saying about Leicester. Yeah, it does, and that sums sums the year up. I mean, what do you think that there? Maisie said, you know, indeed he was on the bench. I, I sort of said that when he didn't come on yet, yeah, this is Brendan doing what Ollie can't do. He doesn't put half fit players on. Uh, but she said, would things have been different had he played? Uh, and I think the answer to that, personally, I'll let you answer it in a second, is no, because, you know, one person isn't going to make that much of a difference to that first 20 minutes. No, I agree with you in a way. I understand that, obviously, you know, if you're talking, looking through the lesser squad on individuals, you probably would go Bardi, Tillemans, Indeedy, Madison, Casper sort of thing would be the first five players that spring to mind if you're saying who's your standout players, if that's the right term you want to use. Um, but I, honestly, I think Samore, A, came into the game in great form. He was, yeah. indeed, he's only just got back. I agree with you um, that we learned, we've learned a lot over the last two years that you don't rush players back because it's, you know, the, the way the game's played these days, you don't want to take a risk of them starting that game coming off and being out for another few weeks. Um, I actually think Samari had a great game, especially in that second half. Um, you know, because no one covered themselves in glory in that first half, let's be honest. We're only talking about second half performance in, in, in realistic terms, in good things for Leicester. He got forward well. I don't think indeed he would have been too dissimilar in how he went about his business. Just one of them games, in it, unfortunately, where a combination of brilliant start from Arsenal and a slow one from us, you know, in the end tailed for the result. But no, I, I don't think it would have changed too much in it. I think both do a similar role. It's exactly why we brought him. Yeah. So. Yeah. And sometimes you have to say, we talked about this in the preview, you know, we've, we've played Arsenal 30 times since we've been in the, in the top flight and on and off, obviously. Um, We've only won about four or five of those. You know, they do, sometimes you just got to put your hand up and go. Yeah, it's uh, it, it was just one of those games. Doug, you you're here in the twentieth of December for the Caribou Cup game because um, we've got Liverpool away. Great, isn't it? Um, that uh, that's the Monday, so I'm not sure if it will be. Now this, this lady, I've got to say. I did say earlier I have taken the piss out of Arsenal fans. Uh, one of them probably 
in particular. Uh, and I can see that if she carries on smiling in the green room, she won't, she won't be invited on. So um, can, I, but can I just say, before I bring her on, do remember, do you remember when we won the title, uh, Brad? Yes. And Arsenal, Arsenal beat us, and the, that was like the best thing that happened to them that season. I think that might be happening this season as well, because I think this one result <laughs> is making Melina very, very happy. Hi, Chris. Hi, Brad. Um, I'm going to be honest. I was going to take it easy on you guys. I actually didn't expect us to keep a clean sheet today, uh, especially away from home, considering you guys were the team that trashed Man United. I didn't expect that at all. And I know Jamie Vardy loves a jammy goal against us. Um, he missed an easy sitter. I don't know if you noticed. Um, he missed a really easy sitter. We may, um, we may have noticed. We may have just, you know. <laughs> there, was a, there was a few that we, we just missed. You know, we took the paint off your... But you know what? Uh, um, I'll be honest. In that second half, we were poor in terms of our form dropped immensely. Um, and we lost intensity. Leicester grew into the game when they brought the substitutes on. I told you they were bringing on attacking attacking players as substitutes to try to get us on the counter-attack. But our defensive back line done really well to keep you guys out of momentum. But Aaron Ramsdale, I think, kept us in that game, made saved everything that yes. came to him. And yes. I'll say it live on here, I really didn't want him. I thought, yo, yes. this keeper's been relegated every club he's been to. He's 30 million. It's a waste of money. We should have got a John Stone, an Areola if he was available. And I'm eating my words now. And I'm really proud of him so far of how his ball distribution, commanding his box, and really his work rate so far. He looks so composed in goal, Chris. And I didn't expect that. I no, thought it was a 3-1 with, with a, a Vardy yeah. goal. But then this morning, I was like, I'm so nervous. I slept two hours. I couldn't fall asleep. I was so nervous for this game because I know how Lester can turn up. But even when Daka came on, I was like, okay, this is where we're going to concede. Um, and it just felt like we were holding on to that lead and just praying that we wouldn't concede. But I think, I think you guys, think you your midfield was a bit ripped apart today. Um, and defensively, on the point you just made there, do you think? I mean, we we were close on quite a few times, you know. Yeah. That second half, had we got a goal, had one of those goals gone in, I think it could have been. It a would have been a draw. Goal. It would have been a draw, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um. Also, that Madison shot. I, Madison didn't even know that was saved. Forget Madison. I thought, oh my God, what just happened there? That was like by far the save of the season. Um, and that was yeah. incredible. Do you, do you still want him? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, James Madison, who? <laughs> fair enough. Look, look, I can say, yeah, fair enough. We'll, we'll, have, we'll have a longer chat tomorrow because obviously you are doing. Yeah, the, but the one thing uh, I will say is I'm not going to get too hyped up because we're we tend to be that team that takes two steps forward and twelve steps backwards. Yeah. Um, and we got Liverpool away, so we might get humbled by Liverpool. Um, so mm. I'm not going to uh, toot my horn too much. 
Um, but overall, it was a good performance by us. And unlucky to you guys to drop points. But then again, you guys have European uh, football, whereas we don't. So we're only playing once a week. And see, we I, can't, time. I can't even dig at you because you're digging it yourself. I'm realistic, though. I'm, what I'm saying is true, right? It is. It uh, is. Like, we will discuss it more, sort of, because we've got the full show tomorrow. I'm going to yes, get somebody sir. else in in a second. But one question. Yes, thank you so much, Chris, you for go, having Malik. me on, and yeah. thank you, Brad. No, but one question before you go: Arteta stays. Um, you know what? Um, <laughs> from the Aston Villa game and from the Palace game, I was really disappointed with the way we played for that game. But he's starting to be more consistent in the lineup and tactics. I'm giving him a lot more of my trust and confidence. Hopefully the guy doesn't do me over and uh, lose my trust. But, you know, he's getting things right. And I'm giving him credit when and where it's due. Today, credits to him. Hats off to him for, for uh, the tactics today. But I think Lester yeah. were just really poor. Well, like I say, we'll go into it. I'm biting my tongue here very much at the moment. Uh, Melina, thanks very much for coming on. Uh, Thank you, and, uh, Brad. Not, not gloating Thank too you. much. Well, you, you could easily have done. You know? Oh, no, not at all. I'll do that in the group chat. Yeah, and you'll do it tomorrow on the show. One-to-one. Enjoy Thank that. You, go out and enjoy it. Like I say, it, it, it's, uh, it's, it's revenge time for you, and I'm getting even fatter because I'm eating even more. Yeah, you can still enjoy and celebrate and read visit your FA yeah. Cup victory. Yeah. What by the way, can I just say I'm not actually asking you out here, but what are you doing on Thursday night? Uh what time? Oh probably be about eight o'clock. Only because uh, we're in Europe, so we're gonna be watching a European game. My team picked up three points today. What did your team pick up? <laughs> That's history. That's over now. I'll tell, tell you what we picked up, Melina. We picked up new batteries for their alarm clock so they wake up on time for a game. <laughs> we, we need it. <laughs> and, uh, amazing. Yeah, okay. that. Can I just say, I, I know we lost, and I, I, it was almost worth giving the three points up for getting that in there. <laughs> yes, got you. Melina, have a great weekend. Go, go, go and enjoy your roundabouts. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me on. Take care. Not a I will see Bye. you tomorrow at six o'clock. Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. Take care. Bye yeah, bye. Take Bye-bye. care, Melina. Bye bye. Oh, <laughs> I'm laughing at me there because I was so impressed with myself. I'll tell you what, mate, that was an absolute peak. You had me for a second and I thought about it and I was like, well done, Chris. Well done. Well done. Yeah, almost worth losing the three points for, I'm not going to lie. Um, we're going to get another Arsenal fan in in a second. Um, yeah. Maisie, Maisie says Wednesday nights are better than Thursday. Well, maybe for a couple of weeks for you, but we'll see after that. Eh? You might be uh, you might be playing on Thursdays in a few weeks. Uh. Yeah, and, and the last <laughs> time we played at midweek, we played on Wednesdays anyway, so we know the better because we won. Yes, indeed, indeed. Um, Sixteen shots to Arsenal's nine. Um, double the passes. Half as much again touches. I mean, like I said, that's all second half action. But 
I, I can say I think I think I can't be disappointed because we put the performance in. Well, we put the performance in after the damage was done. But yeah, I, again, granted, I take it. But see this smug. I'm gonna have a little bit of a smug smile. And it's not because I've heard Mace's laugh that makes me smile. I am gonna. I've got a smug smile because you know my disdain for seeing stats because they don't tell the story yeah. of the game more times than not. Well. To, 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 to beat a dead horse with this saying, as I always say, Chris, what, what stat matters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that was, that's all what I was saying. Place. You know, that's yeah. what I'm saying. And, it's disappointing. Um, yeah, and, but, uh, and I know we'll probably touch on it in a second. I, I have to admit with, with Maisie, um, considering the space that Vardy was afforded and how clinical we know he can be, I'm I, I I wouldn't say so much it was a sitter, but I expected a lot more from Jamie. I think that was the moment I first had that feeling of going, this isn't going to be the game. This isn't going to be, be one of them games for us where we pull it back when that's that's the sort of chance you, you are missing, or at least not hitting on target. I mean, the way Ramsdale was, is, was playing in that game, even if giant Jamie Vardy had a volley into the top right corner, they still saved it. But it was probably our best glaring chance we had from a fairly sturdy Arsenal defence, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brighton apparently are losing 2-0. Um... Uh, and Man City are losing to Palace. Zaha. Really? Wow. Well, Ooh, that that I've got, we've actually got, and um, we're going to bring Luca in in a minute, who's an Arsenal fan. I'm just going to go over because we're just going to cut into Brendan Rogers' um, post match press conference and just, we're just going to hear what he's got to My say. My answer is I don't have the first damn clue. <laughs> Being a bit unfair. <laughs> oh, that, that, that's, that, that, that is, it's funny. It's funny, but it is a bit hard because, to be yeah. perfectly honest, I, Luca, um, big up, big up, big up. Uh, are you, mate? Uh, are you outside, Luca? Yes, I am. So, ah, so. I thought so. Because, because yeah. he got, I will give credit where it's due. You know, for all the times that Leicester fans have maybe questioned the lineup or questioned the starting player in, in Rogers' yeah. tenure at the club when he's made announcements, you yeah. know, he probably redeemed himself a little bit because. He changed it up, and he did the right thing, and he and he made them subs at half time, and that just shows he's not stubborn as a manager. He's not set in his ways. He knew it was wrong. He knew what needed changes, and clearly the lads knew. And we just we've been discussing this all season, and we've probably been discussing this months before, but this is the first time we've been discussing it as an actual we've seen. Leicester did show we do have a plan B. Mm, I think that's yeah, another yeah. big. Yeah. Selection wants to look at it. There is a plan B for last time. The big question, Luca. Uh, you know what I'm going to ask you. You know yes, what I'm going to ask you. Uh, and well done today. You, you deserve you it. You, you you know, we weren't awake. You took advantage of the fact that yeah. we weren't playing well in that first 20 minutes. And no, then of course not. It was always going to be difficult to get back. But oh, it's, it's got to be our tethering at the moment, hasn't it? Nope, still Arteta out at the moment, mate. Still you see, I don't, out. I don't get that. You know, I mean, you know, under, under, yeah. it, it's so ferocious in how many fans want him out. And yet, you're up to fifth. Technically, yeah. you're, and I know we're only a quarter of the way through the season, but you're up to fifth. 
Um, yeah, yeah. Up until the end of the day, you, you're not beating, you're unbeaten in six or something like that. Seven. Um, seven. Well, there you go, then, you see. Um, yeah. You know, he, 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 in fairness, he, he outthought Brendan Rogers for a uh, game yeah. again. Um, yeah, I hope that was a motorbike and not you farting. Tomorrow, <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Well, you'll tell us anything. You'll tell us anything. But you know what? You know, I just, I just don't, don't. And as I say, I'm not the fan, so I'm not an Arsenal fan, so obviously, so I'm not going to get right. it. But right. you know, um, I just, it, it, is it slowly getting right? It took Klopp. Somebody to be said honest, earlier, it took Klopp four years to get yeah. it right at Liverpool. Yeah. To be honest, right, what I will say is on to that is I wouldn't say, because I know it took Jurgen Klopp, Chris, four years uh, to get back, back where Liverpool was, but I still don't think this manager is at the right now. Do not am me, right? 22 games undefeated by everybody. We've got to ask. Top four, and that was the 2018-19 season. We finished one point off top four, two points off third, but I don't think we haven't got our back because we have. We still, as Molina said, we've got to play Liverpool. And we've got to play Liverpool Anfield uh, after the international break. So let's see what happens in that game. Oh yeah, but I, I gotta be honest with you though, Luca, and I would say this yeah. as well. I would. I wouldn't yeah. choose our. Or I wouldn't judge our season on our manager on the results against Manchester United, Manchester City, Arsenal. You know, yeah. they, well, it's Arsenal possibly, but sorry. Let's let you know the big, the, the top four. You know, um, let's say because you know that those are games that you probably will lose. Even under Wenger, yeah. you would probably have struggled against Liverpool. But it's these sort of games that maybe last season, the season before, you wouldn't have beaten us. Well, you did, but you know what I'm saying. Well, yeah, you we know. beat you and all that stuff. Yeah, and, we and beat you, honest... obviously, with one all last season. But what I'm saying is, is, yeah. is it slowly yeah. getting right? Are you, you know, can you give him time? To be honest, Arteta has had plenty of, plenty of time this season. I've been in Mikel Arteta around since November last year. But... We need to stop getting to carry ourselves. And people might say, trust the process, trust the process. There isn't a process, but to be honest, for now, it's good that we're on a bit of a good run. And it's good, like, what Arteta is doing now, have we turned it around? We have, but I don't think it's not the turning point, if you get what I mean. Because, to be honest, yes, we're fifth. It's only nine, ten games. Let's see where Arsenal are. From now to Christmas, if we have turned it around, then I'm starting to see we can push maybe even maybe even top four, top six. So but overall today's game, I thought we were brilliant. I thought first twenty minutes, half an hour, we were brilliant. That save, yeah. Aaron Ramsdale changed the game. It changed the game. Like, like, it did, and as I said to Melina, had that had that or one of our other chances gone in. I think you'd have been yeah. looking at not getting the three points. But, uh, but Luca, I'm going to have to go because um, obviously... Yeah, that's fine, man. That's fine. Thanks, Thanks for having on, me on, mate. man. That's OK, man. No, well, well done for today. You know, I, no I, worries, I, I give credit where credit's due. I say I'm stuffed on Humble Pie yeah. with Arsenal, but credit yeah. where credit's due. 
Well done on today, yeah. mate. And uh, we'll talk later in the season. Yeah, no, we yeah, will, mate. We'll discuss that with you, yeah? All right, then. Yeah. Okay. Will do, mate. I'll Take care. See you in a bit. Take care, Cheers, mate. Thank Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, I, 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 he, he was outside. <laughs> we can say yeah, that. And, uh, it although, was making it a bit hard. He chose to swear when he, if he chose to swear when he was crossing the road, at least he had the beeper on. <laughs> yeah, boom, boom. I still sorry. The joke of the day was still mine, but I will give you that was a good one. I like that one. I like that one. Um, let's just have a look at a few comments, and we'll see what people have been saying. Um, da -da -da, a lot of them is it, we've got we've got a Liverpool Man United loving going on here. Uh, Jack, good evening, sir. How the devil are you? Welcome along. Uh, slow start again. Thomas and Marty can only pass back or sidewards. What does BR say before kickoff? These negative slow starts costing us clearly. I I just I just wonder, Brad. We do know we, we you know we haven't kept a clean sheet, so we do know there are problems at the back. Um, we seen you know every sort of defender wing back seems to have an injury at some point this season. Um, yeah. And we said on, on the preview, you know, the fact that we're still saying like, oh, yeah, Marty's one of our best defenders this season probably kind of sums it up. But we need, you know, there needs to be something done, you know, the defending from corners, the defence. Have we got a defensive coach in there? What does Torre do? I thought that was his job. Well, yeah, it is. And obviously something needs to change. Either we need to change who stands where in these defensive set pieces or we need to tactically change how we defend set pieces because this is not just a problem of this season. This has been a problem for four or five years. I, in fact, you could probably say it's always been an Achilles heel of Leicester, if you would. I, I, I remember we... we we usually concede from set pieces more times than not. It, it's it's something that it, it's like a cryptic puzzle that Leicester just haven't been able to nail on. Um, it's something that does need to change. We need to figure out how to stop it being so consistently because, you know, every team's going to concede from corners at some point. It, it happens. You put in a, a killer ball and, and you know, you, you get your head on it first. You know, eventually you're going to concede from it. It's the regularity that's alarming. But see, the slow start to me goes down to the shape. Was as delighted as anybody, winning team, winning formally, and all that jazz. Three at the back, five at the back. But to say that, you know, Luke, especially Luke Thomas, only knows how to pass sideways, that's that's. And I know everybody's entitled to opinion, and that's your opinion. In my opinion, that's a ridiculous statement. I'm not saying you're wrong, because no one's right or wrong on it. It's an opinion. Don't think I'm having a go at you. I'm not, I'm not trying to chastise anybody. But I think the system was what did Luke, uh, Luke Thomas today, because he got, and, and I came out and said it, he got ripped to shreds on that left. He got ripped to shreds. He was getting pulled all over the park. Saka and that were having an absolute field day. When we changed the shape and went to a four at the back and he was playing his role differently, he definitely looked a lot more certified and a lot more calmer and in control mm. of that side of the field. Um, so sometimes like, you just get it wrong, don't you? Sometimes you think, oh, we'll line up like this, this is how we'll hold, stop. Hold that thought one moment. Talk about getting things wrong. Burnley three, Brentford nil. I know. 
I know. Again, I think we should stop this prediction malarkey. We're rubbish at it. Um, but uh, but yeah, sorry, sorry to interrupt you there. But Burnley, I, I have to double take that then. All right, really? Um, Maisie says there, Luca, when he was on, why not trust the process? It can work. How's Ollie's process going, Maisie? I'm just 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 wondering because it's up there with well, it. It's yeah. actually funny how you, that, that you say that, Chris. Because um, I was listening uh, back and forth. I had to go and sort myself out a drink. I had to go and sort myself out a drink and have a bit of chocolate. I was getting a bit lightheaded. It's probably because my sleeping pattern at the moment. Um, so I wanted to boost my levels up. Um, that's why I was off camera. Um, but I was listening to Luca, and I kind of try and see everything as a as as a whole entirety perspective from a, a group of fans and not individual fans. But I get the common theme that I feel like in a in a way Arteta is put in the same bracket as Ollie. I think you know we use the term scapegoat and everybody says that unless we always have a scapegoat, it's chill well, it's this player, it's that one, blah blah blah. Well I think because of the inexperience and because of the recent bad memories of bad results and the current ones for Manchester United, they're not in great form. They hope that, you know, they'll they'll be looking at this game thinking even if they win today, it doesn't change a thing on their their opinions of Oli. I think it's easier just to go, yeah, well, it, there's not that trust. I think they're doing time in arm that because they're not experienced and they don't have that calibre and CV that other managers who could come to their club and manage their players have it's easier to say still not still not trust by it still not done by it but if that was Conte getting them results I would argue Arsenal fans would be blowing you know speaking waxing lyricals about it yeah I, I, I think when a manager's on form it doesn't matter their reputation their experience you have to hold your hands up and say credit where it's due Right now, whatever you're doing, yeah. you're getting it right. Keep it up. Maisie, it's because a good job I love you. So you know what? If the fans feel like yeah. this, I don't want to work for a club that feel, treats me like yeah. this. Maisie, oh, sorry, Brad, getting back. Maisie, uh, Brendan's on the wheel. It's a good job. I love you. Uh, otherwise, you'd be uh, you'd, you'd be banned. Uh, <laughs> Stephen, good evening. How the devil are you? Well done, mate. You deserved it today. I finally like an Arteta to do me a favour for once. Yeti Boy says here, um, Luke Thomas is going to get his bottom five teams. He needs a loan in January. Really? I mean, do with that. I mean, again, it's Yeti's opinion and he's very much entitled to it. I probably would disagree with that opinion. I mean... I, I I agree with half of that. Not the first half. No. I, I, I but I understand where he's coming from. We've got Castagne, Bertrand, and a returning JJ. I think maybe when JJ's back fully fit and maybe cements his place on the left, you won't want to spend the next six months watching Luke Thomas playing against Liverpool in the Carabao Cup. Mm. Playing against maybe a, a a Stoke in the third in the third round of the FA Cup, and that's all we really see of him. I, but when, when, I, you, when you send players out on loan, 
they the idea is that they get in game time, they get in experience. So we send him out, let's say, to a League One side or a Championship side. He's getting that experience, but at the moment he's getting games for us, and mm-hmm. you know, it, so he's not actually going to gain anything by going out on loan. Um, he's yeah, going to gain again, more by staying with us because he's we're playing the teams that. We're going to be, you know, we're up against. So, is he going to learn? No. Is, let's be honest with you. Is he going to learn more playing away at Wickham Wanderers, or is he going to learn more playing against Spartak Moscow? I tell you what, I think he'll learn more against Spartak Moscow. If he wasn't getting the games here, I'd say fine. And JJ oh, will yeah, be but, coming back. Whether he'll be totally fit in January is another matter, but. Oh, JJ, JJ will be back by the next couple of weeks, won't he? He's, he's in, he's in back in pretty much full training. So, and again, but we know we're yes, not going to him back. Oh no, no, I, I know he won't be up to pace until probably later on in this year. I think he'll be back. Yeah. Be- I think he'll be back before December playing for us. And again, yes, I understand that Luke Thomas has been getting game time, and I understand exactly where you're coming from. What, what would be better for him? And I think the better way to to kind of combine both our points together to ask the question is, with a fit Castagne, Ricardo Pereira and JJ and, and, and Bertrand, mm. right? And they're the they're, they're, three out of the four of them could play on the left. You know, if, if Ricardo Pereira's fit today, does, 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 does Brendan pick Thomas over Castagne on left? Honestly, okay. I don't think... Could you so. say, though, could you say when yeah. JJ comes back... That we will have for the rest of the season, all our defenders fit. No, because again, we know Evans will probably yeah. get injured. Pierre and Castagna, they're in and out, you know, like yeah. somebody on, on a blue pill. You know, that, so, that, I just don't think for the rest of the season we're going to have a settled in enough back four to let anybody go. I don't think we've got enough cover no. at the back to let anybody go. Next season, yeah, fair point, Brad. You know, maybe if he's not going to get yeah. a look in next season. But again, you know, let's remember he's had some damn good games out there as well. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yes, sir. And are we turning, you know, um, are we turning him into the next Chilwell? Like, yeah, let's just hate him because we hate him. I mean, Yeti Boy there, you know, in response to his question, he won't get a game, though, if everybody is fit. He would never if everybody had been fit, we wouldn't even know who Luke Thomas is. Let's be honest with you. No, you know, that, 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 that is because, true. Because we wouldn't no. have seen him. But <laughs> tell me the last time we had a fully fit back line. I tell you what, you're gonna probably go back two seasons mm. because we've always mm. got somebody out. And like I say, if we send him out, we might not be able to call him back depending on the agreement. But you know, we couldn't we couldn't do yeah. we did it with Barnes. <laughs> But we couldn't do it with Jewsbury Hall last season. We couldn't call him back because of the agreement we had with Luton. So let's, no. you know... Let's Although, just... to be fair, that's two contrasting things. Harvey Barnes was always one that was on the cusp of no, I'm just getting in yeah. yeah. And Jewsbury Hall last in. season was still in that, go and get mm. yourself... You know, that was the ideal season for him to get a full season because he was very much eager. And it was to Luton... His loan move, and with the great respect, it was a it was a newly promoted side. So you had Leicester probably felt more comfortable in thinking that Jewsbury Hall was going to get more game time than he would if he'd gone to a Birmingham or a Blackburn 
I'm not saying they were interested, but I'm, I'm you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like a newly promoted side yeah. would have more confidence to give them a chance. And we've got a good rapport with Luton, you know, JJ and, and, yeah. and that over the last few seasons. But no, what I was um, saying, my, my example in that was, is that the Luton agreement didn't allow us to take him back. Yeah. But the West Brom one which I, did, Yeah, which I, did, I, I I, I think, and I, I do totally concur with, I agree with your point. Um, I think if, I think it purely, it purely uh, comes down to what Rogers is, you know, and I know it sounds obvious, like obviously it comes down to what Rogers thinks, but I think it comes down to because you can't, you can't live in hypotheticals because we could, we could yeah. get all these players back and we could not get an injury all season. We could. Keep the yeah. trend going or keep having injuries. We don't know. Brendan Rodgers needs to decide what benefits, not just Leicester, but what benefits Luke Thomas more. If let's say he's at least, no, no, you don't, yeah, you know, it's okay, bad. Yeah, you don't need, but what the thing is, yeah. at the moment, we haven't got that fitness yeah, level yeah. at the back. Yeah. So at the moment, and again, it shouldn't yeah. be going out, you know. And again, um, and again, we're a, good, yeah. we're a good eight weeks from that talking point. You yes. might be talking yeah. about a completely different Luke Thomas. And let's be weeks honest, the, the way the way that we're going with the players we're buying, and I know you know we've got this good youth system and what have you, but you know, the, the you know, we always say right, we need to go out and buy a player. We need to go out and buy somebody on the right wing. We need to buy the. So maybe we're going to get into the position that other clubs are, that we're bringing players in so the youngsters aren't getting the chance. You know, I mean, yeah. just as I definitely wouldn't like to see that. There, I, I definitely wouldn't like to see that. I, 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 yeah. I am definitely not saying that he's the next chill or anything. I'm actually a very good advocate of him being a promising player that, that that's at Leicester mm. for many years and, and playing many a first-team games. And I think there's fans out there that want to see that from Luke Thomas. And maybe that's why some people are under the impression under the opinion and it might benefit him more with knowing in the back of his mind that he's still a young lad his confidence is very you know at that age you're very I wouldn't say you're unstable yeah, no, I, I, know what you're saying, yeah. I know what you're saying I know what you're saying yeah. get, get him to the championship get him play him every week get him getting good performances under the belt or do you say right this is this is the time where Luke Thomas maybe in the next three or four weeks Brendan kind of goes right. I get the chance to handle Luke Thomas the way I wanted to from the start. Luke, I'm not going. You're not going anywhere. You're staying with these lads for the next six months. You might not play many games, depending on who we're playing and what goes on. But I want you here learning every day, every yeah. day watching and learning. So if an injury comes in. Or I give you a chance. I'm already knowing I'm going to get the best out of you, and and then that might be the way Rogers goes. I'm more inclined to think that way, especially the way you've put it. You've actually kind of put me back more onto the fence of him staying at Leicester over and not going out alone in that argument. But again, we're eight weeks away. We'll we'll, we'll talk more about potential ins and outs when yeah. it's actually time. Unlike the papers yeah. that do it every three hours, we'll we'll yeah. do it when it's nearer the window. Than, than, than now, yeah. to be fair. Yeah. A, a message here from, uh, um, from Anthony, who's an Arsenal fan. Uh, just wanted to say, hi, I do have a box of tissues if you need them. I am very surprised, Anthony, because I thought most Arsenal fans actually used all those tissues up when they were wanking over getting Madison at the start of the season. Whoa. Yes, I said it. 
<laughs> now, Anthony, well done, mate. You deserved it today. Uh, you were. Uh, it, it was a good performance. It was a good performance. Um, how is your board looking, uh, Brad? Uh, I'd have to go and get it from upstairs because it's still sat up in the. Um, oh, that's right. No, no. I was going to say if you've got it, I was. I was ready to go with it. Um, right. So. Um, Give me a sec. I'll run upstairs and I can do it from now because I do want to talk about the tactics. If you want me to do it, I just yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, you you go. That I'll go through some comments here. Um, where are we here? Let's have a look at some comments. So sorry, Anthony. Yeah, I was just uh, um, being very sarcastic there, but yeah, you deserved it overall. Uh, David, hi, good evening. Um, yeah, everybody knows it says Michael, but it's David. Uh, Paul, 36 minutes. It was, it was. It's like we have a habit this Leicester. We seem to like to give teams a good start and then make it hard for ourselves coming back. You know, had we started the first half, how we started the second half, with or without substitutions, because like I say, I, I, there, was no, there was no excuse because that team that he put out should have been good enough to play the way that we started the second half. You know, I looked at that team. I was happy with that team. Um, so, you know, I, I I was just, like I said, just disappointed in the way we started. Arsenal want, appeared to want it more at the start, um, as they do. So we're going to um, be looking... Um, we're going to be looking at some tactics now, and we'll be right back and do that with Brad straight after this. Coming up on Monday night, 7 o'clock, uh, we have got a brand new show, uh, The Three Amigos, uh, three Leicester channels coming together, Leicester Till I Die, Beyond the 90 and Ants, Leicester's TV channel. We're going to be coming back and doing a monthly review, and so obviously, guess what, October, uh, we'll be doing that on Monday night, and <laughs> to be honest with you, there's going to be a lot to talk about. First of all, though, it's this. Yes, Brad's tactical appraisals. We, we're not quite up to Sky's um, level at the moment, but um, <laughs> we uh, uh, <laughs> he, 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 he knows what he's talking about. Let me just put it this way. Let's bring him back in. <laughs> Hi, Brad. Howdy. I'm a talking board, mate. I'm a talking board from here. No, on, I, can I? See, I, can see, I can see your eye there. I will pass That's you nice. over to, to Brad, and um, I mean, he made some very good points on this. So here we go, Brad. Okay, cheers, Chris. So, where did Leicester get it wrong today? You know, it sounds like an easy talking point. It's quite easy to um, probably pick it up, but this is where Leicester got it wrong today. They lined up as we expected. Um, well, anyone watching the previous show knows I didn't expect it, but it, I, I had it probably more sound of mind that Rogers would line up with a winning team and a winning formation, which has done well in previous weeks. The only problem is, is today we carried an issue over from Brentford game. And that was that Arsenal came at us 
and they came at us in a way, and I'm just going to get rid of our midfield. Midfielders here, they're going to go sit on the bench, because um, I'm not really needed to express this point. The problem was, was today, is Arsenal came at us with Lacazette just behind the Bamiyang. The wingers came at us, as we expected, to come into a four. But what was more concerning is the wingers were able to move into the middle. They were able to move in because the left back and right back took their roles. They came in here and Leicester did not know whether to stick or twist. And it caused the right bit of confusion and a bit of daze uh, in, in, in Leicester. It was almost like they were sucker punched before the bell had a chance to ring in a fight because all of a sudden it was... It was six on three because what happened with Arsenal's clever intricate passing is they actually dragged the likes of Thomas and Castagne into the middle and out of position. So Leicester were caught napping. And what Leicester usually do good in this system is they pass the ball around when they win the ball back. They knock it to a midfielder and Leicester on the counter. But because of the fact that Arsenal pulled pulled you know, pull, pulled Leicester out of position and ended up, and I'll just quickly get rid of these because this pen was the best. But essentially what Arsenal ended up doing is coming up Leicester, pulled pulled the wingers out of position and all of a sudden the pullback three had not just one, not just two, not just three, not just four, but five and six Arsenal players at the point you know, and because of how flustered it got and how unawares it caught Leicester, because let's be honest, we knew Arsenal had a good attacking form and, and Brendan and the lads were probably set up for a counter-attacking game to counteract their counter-attack, if you would. But I don't think Leicester were expecting such a high uh, velocity of numbers in Arsenal's press. And what that led to was a misunderstanding of communication between our back line, which meant that Leicester inadvertently found their mid their, 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 their wing backs all over the shop. They were too far forward on the wide. Luke Thomas, a lot of times, was found wanting in the middle of the field like a lost lamb. Uh, same for Castagne on the right at times. Was exactly the same as nothing just on, on Castagne. And obviously, it nearly led to an own goal, didn't it? I mean, I'll you know, a Marty might say, well, I knew where the ball was and I trust my goalkeeper to be where he should be, so it was safe enough. But that was the warning signs. And Arsenal threatened that, as we know, very well for the first 30, 35 minutes. Um, and that initially put the mockers on it, didn't it? We looked shaky from there. But my biggest concern, and one thing I think is the biggest problem and we've discussed it already on this show that Leicester have is this they have a three line standing for an Arsenal player to take a corner Arsenal players have all their players in and around the box and here's what I think Leicester have a problem of they have too many players in the box they have too many players Arsenal probably have Redmark there that one there, that one there someone at the front post maybe but Leicester try and play a dead straight defensive line and cluster the box. They go, they go right in front of the line of Casper to try and show up that six-yard area. And what that allowed, as we saw for the goal, was because there were so many Leicester bodies, it almost almost confused as to who's barking who. You know, am I, you know, this, 
know, Sionchu at times, like, do I bark him? Do I follow him? Do I cover the middle in case he goes over him? What do I do? And that was very clever by Arsenal. Their movement and box was brilliant. I've got to give a lot of credit to them. But what it also meant is, is Arsenal probably hung Smith-Rowe and players like that on the edge of the box so that when Leicester kind of duped the ball in the air and couldn't get rid of it, Arsenal had somebody ready just to put it back in the mixer and um, and cause Leicester trouble. Because Leicester were all of a sudden had Vardy falling asleep because he had no chance. He had no chance of the ball breaking out to him because Arsenal had their back, probably one or two centre-backs and the, the, the two midfielders on the edge of the box. And Leicester weren't going to break away from that because Arsenal forced them into the box. I think the old expression, too many cooks spoil the, br- the broth, as they say, um, because Leicester had too many people trying to do the defensive job. And it's something I've noted that I noted in weeks gone by because Leicester tend to, when they're trying to recover the ball, send too many of their non-defending players to make the runs back. You know, I've talked about Tillemans and Ndidi and Madison being found on the edge or in our box. And even at some points, Vardy, meaning Leicester can't enact their counter-attacking plan um, to, to as, as great a standard as we've seen over time. So how did Leicester fix the problem? It was very simple. Change their marking system. Change their defensive marking system. I don't want to see Evans and Soyuncu starting their defensive line like this. I don't want a corner coming into the box and having our three centre-backs like that. Because that's what they're like. And it's like, right, you go, no, you go, no, you go, no, you go. And then what happens? Gabriel got the header, flicks across, Casper's got no chance. And that's happened on a few occasions for Leicester. And it nearly caught us out against Brentford. It's caught us out against Palace. It's caught out a few times from set pieces. A, few, a lot of goals have been conceded and it's been a big talking point on today's show. And that's where Leicester need to organise it. They need to stick to three, four, four men, I would say, in that box. Zonal mark there and have the uh, and 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 cover them aggressive areas. That's the area where Leicester really lost, keep losing yeah. games. And that's where Leicester lost it today, being too conservative on defence in fear of conceding from set pieces, Chris. And can I just say, if any Arsenal fans watching and you do want Arteta out, that uh, Brad is available, but I am his agent, so you will have to come through me. <laughs> well done, yes, Brad. No, Thank you no. very much. <laughs> you uh, you no, talk so no. much sense. You really do talk so much sense. It's untrue. He's gone off for a quick rub. And when I say that Brad's gone off for a quick rub, I mean he's rubbing down his board. Now, that sounds just as bad, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Um, yeah, that sounds like a <laughs> Give him a gold sticker. Uh, maybe you should give him one of your tissues. I don't know. Uh, moving on, Sussex Hotspur. Good afternoon, So, How the devil are you? Uh, what happened today? You were a bit unlucky in the second half. We were, well, yes, we were unlucky in the second half, but we were shit in the first half. And when you're shit in the, in the, you know, in the first half, no matter how unlucky you are, unless you can bring on Messi, you, you're going to struggle. I didn't say Ronaldo then because you don't know how he's going to play. Sorry, Maisie. Um, and uh, that was great, Brad. He was. He does do that very, very well, does Brad. Anyway, I've got we've got another Arsenal fan going to join us now, and, and I am sure that 
I do know he wasn't Arteta's biggest fan at the start of the season, but I'm sure now that he is absolutely in love with Arteta. I mean, he's doing so well at Arsenal. Six, seven games unbeaten and a great result. And what, what a birthday present for him. It's his birthday. I think it's today his birthday. Um, 30 years old. 2-0 present off Arsenal. Happy 30th birthday, mate. <laughs> yeah, funny. Right. I'll tell you what, if you if you if you give me the two options, Arsenal win or Arteta gets out, I'll take the I'll take the uh, I'll take the latter. I, I said to Luca earlier, what has he got to do to He's got to start performing throughout a 90 minutes for starts. It's all right playing 30 minutes, but we've got another 60 minutes to play. So like... if you if you'd played well, equally good first and second half. Got then I'd goal, then I'd actually look at it and say than... I would be happier because it would be it would be like yeah I can actually see a progress doing it in bits and like bits and parts of a game's great but if you're going to constantly get battered for the rest of the game and to be honest you should have got a point out of the second half I mean I yeah. seen but I seen parts of the second half and you should have got at least a point uh, because if it weren't for Ramsdale yeah right and, and the amount of hate Ramsdale got from our fans. What are they all saying now? They're all hiding now. They're all in love with him now, right? And I always said, I, I'm, I'm Luke is one of them as well. I said to him, just, yeah. I said to him on Twitter right now, it's just that, yeah, you were saying you're giving him all the stick in the world. And I said, look, forget what he's done, what's done's done. Focus on what he's going to do for Arsenal and give him a chance. And you give him a chance, look what he's doing. Right? And the f- main thing is, he's an horrible, he's an horrible bastard, basically. He, he don't care. He insults in that defence. If you're not doing your job, he will shout at you. And that's mm. what you don't get with Leno. And that's why I think he's more commanding in the box than, than Leno. I thought you meant, meant Luca was then, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I had to double take. I thought, yeah, OK. <laughs> I disagree with him, but, you know, come on here. You know. Um, <laughs> I mean, I know one swallow doesn't make a summer. You know, and I know that this is big, but you know, yet you at first half performance, and you could argue that you know, it's very there's a very thin line between saying that we didn't wake up, we didn't play well, to yep. the other argument that says that you didn't let us play well. But that's the thing: if you if you were playing your, if Arsenal were playing well, and if Leicester were playing well, chances are Leicester would probably win that game. Well, we, we don't we don't tend to win so many against you. That's the thing. You do have the sort of Damocles over us, and you may notice I'm a little bit more reserved than I was last night. Um, <laughs> can, I, can I just say, by the way, I did finish the book. <laughs> it was a good read. <laughs> you have to go back and look at Luke Lucas stream from last night. Um, oh, don't. <laughs> at that but at that point, I thought I'll get my book out and put and uh, put my feet. No, in. it's the clickbait. That was the it's the clickbait. What happened? Oh no, that that was funny. He didn't. He didn't. I don't think he uh, appreciate. I don't know if he saw mine or not. To be honest with you, but anyway, there we go. So I mean, what I mean, I, I would tend to say. <clears throat> excuse me. That Arteta's going nowhere this season. Well, yeah. The, yeah. The, the, you know what the problem is? Is that the reason he's not going anywhere is because um, the the media can't get enough of him. Why? Well, I don't know why. I mean, it's Mike Keogh sitting there saying, "I'm starting to see something on Arteta," and I'm like, "If we win this game, we're going to start moving forward." And I'm like, "Oh, I never knew Leicester was the benchmark, mate." Right? 
that, that long time ago, mate, you used to say actually beating Man United to win a title was the way forward. Now but you're again, saying Leicester just, is. Just on that point, and I get what you're saying, but on that mm. point, they were saying that a lot on BT as well. That that's, the thing, was, that, that's the thing, the, the whole thing. media, the whole media oh. have got this whole thing about Arteta that he's the next coming of Pep and never one loves him. And that it all filters down. Yeah, and that's the thing. You go to Arteta in, you get then get the Arteta in fans who just they're they're so gullible. They'll listen to the PR. They'll listen to the yeah, spin. But, but no disrespect to Leicester, um, we 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 we're not. You know, we're not we're not a Norwich anymore. We're not. A, a no, West no. You're, you've, 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 you know as well as I know, Chris. You know as well as I know. I can quite easily say Leicester are placing us right now where we are. Yeah, but Fact. but you know it was a tough game for you. You know we had we, we yeah. were a team that's just gone out and stuffed Man United four two. You know we we, we went to yeah, we won't, you won't go any further than that. Will we? <laughs> <laughs> it, it kind of you know it, it was a tough. In fairness, because of how Leicester are at the moment, I think it was a tough challenge for you, and it did show um, yeah. the the argument the other way is if we'd have gone out and beaten you two or three nil. Then the questions could be asked about Arteta. Oh, but... Don't get me wrong; is like it's quite saying that. Like, I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I'm saying that beating Leicester is 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 not it's not exactly like it's like expected, especially with Arsenal the way we are at the minute. It's a good result for Arsenal, right? But when I got rid of Wenger, when I got rid of Emery, the the idea was is I was replacing a manager who got us fifth. And one that got us top four all the time and then fifth and sixth. I got rid of them so I can get a manager to start winning titles. And at the minute, you don't see that on Arsenal. You see bits where we play well, but I'm sorry, teams that then go on and progress on to then go top four and then progress even further to go and challenge for the title are ones that are consistently playing well over a consistent amount of games and only have one or two of those games where they win, but they're not playing well. So I will say is I'm I'm glad you're not my boss, as you're a <laughs> taskmaster. You really are. I, I, I tell you what, Fred. Yes. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. I'm sorry. To... No, no. I tell you what, though, with the three Arsenal fan guests we've had on today, if you were a neutral and you just tuned in, listen to, to listen to us, us three and the other two that have been on talk about the game. You think that Leicester fans would be more pleased with that result than some of the? That's the thing because you've seen I've seen it all before where we get we get a good result we get a good result like Leicester, right? We we think we've turned the corner. I mean, one time yeah. we had with Emery, we went two twenty two games unbeaten. Look what happened! You're not getting the sack. So, mm. like, just because we've won seven games unbeaten, I tell does not mean that I'm now sitting here saying he's he's going to turn everything around. Like, yeah. If I see I consistent performances, the then it's yeah, like yeah, I said I... earlier. It's like I said last night. Sorry, right? We struggled against. We struggled to score against Norwich. We, ju- we only scored against Burnley because of a free kick. We lucky we didn't lose to Brighton. We're lucky we didn't lose to Crystal Palace. Right? We should have done. Right? And uh, I think the only two, two other games were good results. Uh, Stephen, two points. You know, you, you could look at Leicester and look at Arsenal and say the seasons are pretty much quite similar this 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 season. Um, 
should we be shouting Rogers out? Should, you know, in you know, we're sat no. below you. We've had a poor start to the season. We only just managed to struggle to beat Norwich. We haven't um I kept a clean sheet apart from the first game. Uh but you know, we do know what Rogers can bring us. And with Arteta, mm. like like we said, I said earlier to, to Luca, four seasons it took um Klopp to to get something at Liverpool and when he got something, my God, did he get something that season? Yeah, but he also got to Europa League final in his first half season. Uh, but you got to the FA Cup in um, Arteta's first half. Oh, right. he didn't get to a Champions League next the season after that. All right, all right. I know, I know I'm not going to convince you. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you just got to put your hands up and go. All right, Liverpool. What Liverpool are doing? I'm playing devil's advocate here. The difference. Know. The difference is, Klopp's an elite manager. Arteta's got no experience. Yeah. No, That's the could difference. Could he be? Could he be if you stick with him? I'm not sitting here waiting for Arsenal to train a manager, right? Arsenal is supposed to train players, not train ma- train managers. Right? Arsenal should be looking at managers that can actually take them forward. And and fair, fair the thing with your, the, I just want to mention about you. You mentioned about Brendan Rodgers there. Mm. I think Fafana is a big miss for you, yeah. and I think that's probably one of the reasons why you're having problems defensively. And I also feel that, like, I mean, Brendan Rodgers has won you the FA Cup. He's got you consistently, all right, maybe just outside the top four, but challenging for a long period of it. Right? Even at one point, you start looking at a, at a title race, you were mentioning at some points. But what Brendan Rodgers has got there is a well, is actually a well good process that's worked. So why would you want to go change that? Just I wouldn't. No, I was purely, purely playing devil's advocate with that one. I obviously <laughs> don't, don't want him to go... At all, and he doesn't want to go. Let's be honest. He's he's turned no. down Newcastle. He's turned down Man United. He's turned down Barcelona. You know, he didn't um, want Arsenal when we got rid of Emery, and he didn't want Arsenal either. You know, mind you, can you blame him? But then, yeah. you know, Stephen, it's been great having you on. If I no can worries, do mate. it, I'll return the favor, mate. Uh, yeah, have no a worries, great mate. birthday. Have a great Cheers. birthday. You've got three points for your birthday. I tell you what, you're looking well for thirty. <laughs> You're not looking bad for this eight, for eighty odd either. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> after the, after following Leicester for that... so long, I feel eighty. <laughs> Trust me, this this hair is going to start going grey and start getting get, get, getting hey, gone. Just, man, just be grateful, Tom, make the most of the fact that you've got it, mate. Yeah, Have I'm a going good to. One. <laughs> Thanks a lot all for right. coming on. All the best, Take mate. Care, guys. Well, well done for today. Bye bye. And you're not going to convince some people, are you? <laughs> no, but I mean, I do get it. I mean, I suppose when you get so used to getting yourself burnt every time you've started to get excited at a bit of turn in form and then lo and behold, it goes wrong. I can see why there's still that air of almost resistance to be optimistic mm-hmm. as an Arsenal fan. I do, I do get it to a point, but I, 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 I do feel that they should cut me a bit more slack considering the form is this, but I can understand yeah. why they're a bit apprehensive. We, we are not, we, we know we are not Arsenal fans. And, you know, That's very true. We don't, we know. don't deal with it a week and week out. We don't have to we cry know. ourselves to sleep 
Yeah. So totally, totally. And and it is a lot of banter and winding each other up yeah. and whatever. Yeah. We do and it's become that with us because I think because of the whole Madison situation at the start of the season, it has become they have become one of our big banter clubs for me anyway. And let's be honest yeah. with you, you know, if we struggle this season. We're going to be moaning. What were we like after we won the Premier League and then we were in the relegation zone the, ne the next season? You know, so we, we kind of do it as a, you know, but, you know, it, like I say, yeah. it's always fun to wind up an Arsenal fan. They're like clockwork uh, clockwork fans, aren't they, with a big key in the back and you just wind it up. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Not the one Yeah. Your board went down very well, sir. Um, I don't good. know if you saw these because I think you yeah, you were you were off rubbing at the time. Was uh, United that was great, Brad? Um, and Anthony says, uh, Chris, give him a gold sticker. I can't tell yeah, you. Yeah, I'll get the gold sticker. The budget doesn't go to those sort of stretch of imagination. I'm sorry, you know, I'd have to just write him a well done on a card. That. Just, just for you there, just for you, Stephen. Yeah, so trust the process. That's that's the thing. Yeah. for that. Uh, Brookline, welcome back. He says we're having trouble. We are having trouble getting points when Perez is out. Perez traps back what? and presses and plays forward more quickly than Madison. I'm gone. I'll see you later, Chris. Come on, show. Hold on, Brookline. Oh, I knew. Oh, I know. I was just waiting for that. I was just waiting for that. Mods, mods, ball him in the chat. Come on, mods, do your job. I don't know if you've got any, but come on, mods, come on, let's pick this now. <laughs> hey, hey, Brooklyn. I tell you what, I you, mean, know about that wind, you know that wind up? Yeah, yeah. Brooklyn heard that. I thought, I don't know what a wind Brad up. I mentioned Perry. <laughs> David says here, uh, listening to some of the Arsenal fans, they're a bit too arrogant. Uh, a bit too arrogant to take the position they do when the performance is off. Expect to win uh, all the time, regardless. Look up the word "illusions of grandeur." Now, I'm going to be honest with you on that, David. I actually lost it a little bit. I was on a, a Man United chat last night. I wasn't on it. I was in. I was in the chat a bit, like you are, David. And they were talking about Ollie in, Ollie out, Ollie shaking it all about. There's a horrible thought, but they're on about should Brendan go to. Leicester or not? Oh, uh, sorry, should Brendan go from Leicester? Yeah, he could go to Leicester, Manchester right. United. He could go Leicester, yeah, from from Leicester to Manchester United. And I'm sort of saying, like, you know, why? And well, we, we, we're we're a big club, and I'm saying, but you're not at the moment because when was the last time you actually won anything? And this is what gets me with all these. I'm not going to say big, and, and and no disrespect to to the Man United fan that was in earlier. There was a program that, that that was done recently that was uh, the best, and Brad will know this. The 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 the, the best starting eleven from the big six, you know. And it is that arrogance of all, well, not all of those fans, because I don't met you know. In fairness, Molina wasn't like that. She's very, she's never been that arrogant. But the arrogance that they showed at the start of the season with Madison, he's going to come to Arsenal, whatever. He will walk barefoot over broken glass because we are Arsenal. Yeah, that didn't actually work out, did it? You know, and no. you know, Manchester United, as I said, and I actually I posted this and left. I was being a bit of a coward. I'm going to be honest with you. I posted this and left, and I said, Man United are not even the biggest club in Manchester at the moment, because to me, yeah. to me, okay, they've got the fan base. Okay, 
You've got a huge fan base. Does that make you a big club? If Exeter City suddenly triple the size of the stadium and everybody down that part of the country goes and starts supporting them and they get 35,000 fans every week, does that suddenly make them a big club? A big club is go when you win trophies. And yes, Man United were a huge club for many years under Fergie. Before that, they weren't. And now they're not. Manchester City are winning more trophies more regularly than Manchester United. Arsenal, yeah, yeah they won the FA Cup. I'll give them that. But it's this expectation. And I understand it because I could just said to you, Brad, we are... Um, I'm a bit like that, like, you know, why aren't we up there in fourth and fifth again? We've been there for two seasons. We should be now. So I kind of get it a little bit, but I'm not, I don't try to be arrogant towards the other teams. And yes, there is a pecking order. You know, we will go to clubs below us to get people and, you know, Celtic were pissed off when we poached their manager. But it was the arrogance, you know, we never said, well, of course, Brendan will want to come to Leicester. Why wouldn't he? We never had that particular arrogance and that's what gets me man united have got to realize that they were nothing really yeah. before fergie well yes so you had the fans so what you know uh it's like i've said that and here's, here's a quote answer me answer me this uh brad do you know who the number one tennis player in the world male tennis player in the world is at the moment i would guess i don't really follow tennis no. these days but no. i would guess novak Djokovic. To be honest with it's you, bro, I don't, I don't know. It was a kind of rhetorical question. But three, four years ago, it was Andy Murray. Oh. He was number one then. Yeah. He's not number one now. Yeah. He's not, he's not a big, great player now. Like you, Because what happened then happened then. And yes, Man United were big. Arsenal were big under Wenger. But they're not now. Because they're not winning anything. No, but what I would count as that is, is regardless of the sport, whether it's an individual sport or a team sport, and you're right, in other sports, certain teams will fall from grace. Um, or you'll have, like you've just pointed out, the point you've just made, Andy Murray was in the top four, now he's not. But you will always find... And, it, and, and this does fall on the media. They're very clever and very yeah. sneaky at doing this. And, you know, you, you know, people do the shows. We're not saying that the, the people that do the shows are the arrogant part because they're, they're just doing content. They're trying to get discussions like you play devil's advocate. It, it, you know, it, this is more aimed at exactly what you're saying about them fans that were getting on the, on the, on the cockiness when it was rumoured of Madison's is, the thing is that all sports have in common is no matter what happens to these players or these teams, because of what they've achieved, you know, Andy Murray winning Wimbledon, you know, first Brit to do it in years, even though he's not in the scene as much these days because of his injury and he's dropped down the order of seeding, I guarantee you when then commentators sit down and talk about the top four best all-time great players of this generation, Murray, Nadal, Djokovic, Federer. They're the first four names out of anybody's list of who's the top tennis players, who's the top yeah. tennis players. And then you'll get people who are tennis fans. Mm. I mean, and, and, and the show that you're inclined to in talking about that, that I watched all the way through, I will let you know this. There was fans saying West Ham players, Brentford players, uh, Leicester players. And, and, and I will give credit to that, that, that crew that, that, that proves they're, they're not 
you know, people that you're in question, you know, you're not putting these people in the same brackets of the arrogant ones because they were very complimentary of Leicester. And I will let everybody know on a secret to go and check out the video. Jamie Vardy and Tillemans, they broke their own set rules for building that team to put them into the team. So i got to give credit where it's due and prove yeah, that yeah, it is no, due. No. And like content. I say, you, you haven't, not every fan is like that, you know. Yeah. Um, and well done to the to that channel for for doing that. Um, I wasn't necessarily annoyed with the show. It's just like I say, the the arrogance and the problem. I think the two, the two problems is a it's Sky who have created this big six. There was never this thing before Sky, and it is not the six best clubs. It's not the six top clubs. It's the club the top six clubs that will give them the viewing figures around the world. Oh, because let's be honest oh, with you. Somebody in, I don't know, Brazil or Australia would sooner watch Manchester United versus Liverpool than Leicester versus Norwich. That's it. That, exactly. You know, I get that. I understand that. That makes sense. The problem you also have is that you've got a lot of young fans now that don't remember pre-Sky days. Yes. You know, they don't. And, and they don't. You know, they, they, well, we had this, you, you know, Liverpool were the Man United of this 80s. They were the 90s. They were that in the 70s and 80s. Then they've gone how many years? 13 years before actually, you know, before yeah. they've won anything again. And Arsenal, yeah. what they do with Arsenal is they're screaming after one year. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah, you might have a bit of a longer wait than that, you know. But uh, no, it's not yeah. all the yeah. fans. And at the end of the day, yes. It is banter. Most of it is, is banter, let's be honest with you. And it's good to be able to banter. Uh, but we'll give banter back. And this is the Leicester channel. And I'll always have yeah. a digger to the teams, obviously. Yeah. Um, Maisie, thank you very much, young lady. Um, great stream today, guys. Thank you very much. Um, I've <laughs> Brookline says he's never met a Tottenham fan. I tell you what, I'm going to be watching that. I'm going to come off here. I'm going to do all the uploading. And then I'm going to... Um, I'm going to uh, order my takeaway. I think I'll probably have fish and chips again. Or do I have? Do I have a um, a, a, a a Toby? Mm. Decisions, decisions. What what's your favourite takeaway? Just changing the subject for a bit here. Oh, I I am a I am a sucker for um, a Chinese. I do you know, like. I was thinking then. Yes. I was just thinking, what's your favourite Chinese? Uh, King prawn fried rice. Oh, no. Sweet and sour I do, I do like others, but it's yeah. very rare I find a dish that complements prawns in it that I can, that I'll eat the entirety of it. And the King prawn fried rice works well for me. Yes. I had one last night and I enjoyed it all, mate. I, I must be honest with you, I can't, I can't do an Indian. Well, I mean, that's, that, that's a preference. I mean, yeah, Indians yeah. and... Uh, no, I'll tell you why. Not that I don't like Indians. But I've, I've always... It's a thing in my family. I have really bad heartburn. I'm on tablets for the, for the whole of my mm. life for heartburn. Uh, so you can imagine, you know, with curries, it tends to sort of... And it's twice as hard on the way out as it is on the way in. I always, I always think with an Indian. Because, of course... I, I like Johnny, my spot. Johnny, Cash, 
Johnny Cash wrote that yeah. very famous song about Indian takeaway, didn't he? Ring of Fire. Um, <laughs> Ring of Fire by any chance. Yeah. No, I mean, in, actually, not that I don't like them. They don't like me. And uh, yeah. I, I do suffer badly. I think that's a common might... thing for people that say that about Indians, isn't it? It's not normally a case of you, it's not you not liking the food. It's more the fact that your body does not like it in there no, and gets no. it out quick as possible. I tell you what, I, I've, uh, when, I, when I used to live in Burnley, one of our best friends, myself and my wife, was an Indian family. And we, we, we used to go around and the meals that they, that they put together, oh, my God. You know, there's this full table of the most amazing food you've ever seen. And I couldn't eat it. <laughs> it was so annoying, you know. But, Absolutely, uh, isn't it? You know, typical. But then again, like I say, it, does, it, it did used to clear out the old system if I did have a nibble. Um, yeah, not constipation. <laughs> it was a good meal to have, wasn't it? It was. It was. I tell you what, you can tell Lester have lost when we start talking about. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a long time since we've gone on a, on, on a deviated uh, journey like this. David says, um, "Chris, next time you might next next time, Chris, you might need to kick them in the teeth." I hate listening to the arrogance on that level. Banter is one thing, but that is nauseating to listen to. Yeah, well, I mean, you do get defensive. We do get defensive about our teams. I only caught the second half of the game, so I missed the two goals. I'm in Las Vegas. Very nice. Not sure who you are. Put Stick a name on the end. Nice that you're in oh. Las Vegas. Is it Celine Dion, by chance? Um, I, thought, I thought the boys produced wonderful pressure the entire second half. Um, sometimes you run into a keeper who is tracking everything. Obviously, I wanted to be a positive result, but Ramsdale was great. Yeah, he was. He was, he was man yeah. of the match, and he deserved to be. Yeah, he did. Uh, and he did. Talking, talking of arrogance, you know, I said I was, I was I was in a chat of a show last night and I was having a bit of a dig at Man United. Hello, yes. ma hello, hello, Talk MU. How are you, sir? <laughs> oh, there we go. There it is. There we go. I've, been, I've, got, to, I've got to take this because I was giving it some in, in, in his chat last night. Brendan is not going to come to Manchester, mate. He doesn't want you. He's come out and said he doesn't want you. All is, all is at the wheel. All is well. You know, it, it's going. And like I yeah. said, mate, you're not even the biggest team in Manchester at the moment. Just thought I'd mention that. Just thought I'd mention yeah. that. Talk, talk MU, how the devil are you, sir? Are you having some garlic bread and you are safe? I'm really... It's going to be an interesting game at R5 between Tottenham and uh, Man United. I'm not sure what way that's going to go. Well, definitely not, because we both predicted a draw, didn't we? Yes, yes, that is very true. Um... Talk, uh, LOL. I'm not sure, GGMU. Something, something, Man United, obviously. Go, go, Man United. Great gosh, Man United. Uh, oh, I know. The only time I know GGMU is Gigantic go, Nads, Man United. Game. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think more gigantic gonads, to be honest with you. <laughs> Maybe. We don't talk about that, about his going out on here. No, uh, love garlic bread, Chris. I know you do. I know, uh, 4 0 United today, matey. You never know. Anthony says here, the Arsenal fan, no matter what team we support, it's good to laugh and have banter and keep it nice. We're all in this together. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. The thing is, the thing is, I think, I think we tend to be defensive as Leicester fans because 
people still tend to look down on us and think we're this little club that we'll lose all our players. And if they come knocking on the door that, you know, we'll immediately say, oh, yes, it's you. You can have our player. You can have our manager. Um, as I said, yes, we will sell. And yes, we will ever just come up with the proper money that we want. And that's, I think, actually, it's the way... It's, it's that arrogance. I tell you this, the way that it's summed up, and it's not just fans. Again, it's the media. Monday night football last week, following well, following the Man United game, um, we got one mention, one sentence on that show, because it was all about how bad Man United were, not how bad, not how good. Sorry, Leicester City were, and it's that kind of attitude that makes me defensive, and makes me get annoyed, you know, and, and talk. Yeah, I know, I know we, we, we had a bit of a dig last night at you, and I apologise in, in the chat. You know you know, it's sort of a bit of fun, uh, even though Manchester or the City are the bigger club at the moment. Um, but yeah, it is the arrogance of, like, you know, basically it came across that, well, if we want, Matt, if we want Brendan Rodgers, we'll have Brendan Rodgers. You know, that's – it makes us defensive because, like I say, we've got a big pecking order of everything. And, you know, let's face it, I know you got Ronaldo back. He went to Real Madrid for Man United. So, yeah, it is a bit of a pecking order there. But, um, but you know, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to the Tottenham-Man United game. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, it's all good back yeah, to me. It, it, is, it is. It is indeed. And... Um, it's it, it's nice. It, I was I must admit I was in one Man United chat and I really did upset. I was actually on Richie's show one night and and I did actually get a lot of stick off one of the fans, uh, the Man United fan in the chat. And uh, it turns out he's also a Cardiff fan, so I'm not quite sure how that worked out. But uh, but hey, um, big week next week, Brad. Moscow are coming over. The Russians are invading. And then we've got Leeds United next weekend. Yeah, it's an interesting period for Leicester. Obviously, we was hoping to continue our run of form. Um, but... Let's <laughs> hope we um, don't now. <laughs> yeah. But again, you know, sometimes you have to look at the picture as a whole and not just at half a picture, as they say. And again, and I know it's easy to say in the circumstances when you're trying to be positive about your own side and maybe not as a neutral, but I, I, I definitely get the feeling that we're not the only ones, you know, we're not, we're not saying what we're saying about our club in biasness. Cause obviously a lot of Arsenal fans have come on this show today and said, pretty get the same feeling about Leicester and their second half performances. If we take them positives and I'm sure Brendan will be keen to yeah. a work on and eradicate the issues we're having with our defensive uh, ability from set pieces, but he he'll be keen to press forward what we actually got right in that game. And look, it's a European night; it's a home tie. We we focus on that competition. We're starting to look good in that, so if we can get back to winning ways. It's probably it's probably a second half that saved it because at one point, you know, 20, 20 30 minutes on the clock, had that continued. We'd, we'd be sat here talking about a 5 0 So, yeah. light at the end of the tunnel, mate, is yeah. that if we can take that 45 and pick that up from where we left off at the weekend, in midweek, I'm sure it'll come good again. And it, this will just be a little result for 
for you know for, for now. I yeah. don't think yeah. it will have a knock-on effect as as it did at the start of the season when we struggled to a defeat or a draw. Yeah, Brad, thank you very much for coming on, mate. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, what I will do. It's been a pleasure, mate. And go and go and have a, a day without me tomorrow. You'll miss me. I know, right? I won't know what to do with myself. Although, I tell you what, Ollie's at the wheel and he's just, they've just announced that they've gone five at the back for this game. So prepare oh, yourselves. Prepare yeah. yourself for that one because that, <laughs> that sounds your, like a Get your food ready, get your feet up and enjoy the game. Thanks a lot, mate. Have a good weekend and we'll obviously speak next week, mate. Yeah, no worries. Uh, cheers, care. everybody, for joining and take care, everybody. Cheers. Bye, Brad. Thanks very much. Brad there, and of course, Brad's tactics, which is always good, always good. Uh, talk MU, got a lot of respect for Leicester. Yeah, no, I say it, it is all banter. It is all banter. I suppose, had I grown up being a, a United fan or grown up being a Leicester fan, um, been up, I've obviously grown up being a Leicester fan, grown up being a Liverpool fan or a Chelsea fan. I probably would be a little bit different, but but when you've come from a little club. And you know we kind of we're not we're not a big club yet. The problem is taught that um, yeah we do need to get into the top four. And I actually had Liverpool as being the one that might drop out uh, because I think the top four this season at the start of the season was was was, was quids in. And I'm sorry, I'm just shocked at the some scores here. But um, it might be yourselves that are dropping out. Mm. Uh, who knows? We will see. Anthony, yeah, agree with talk. Good stream, Chris. Thank you very much. Gentlemen, like I say, well done to, to Arsenal today. Uh, you deserved it over the 90 minutes. Uh, it was a tale of two halves, but you did what you had to do in the second half. Burnley still leading at Brentford 3-0. Um, Brighton were leading. They've let it slip. It's 2-2 now. Man City, Wow. Losing to Crystal Palace. Shows I know nothing about football. I had Palace to probably struggle and nearly go down. Chelsea have only just managed to score uh, in the 70th minute against Newcastle. Um, and Southampton are beating Watford. I'm off to get a um, takeaway and enjoy the Tottenham Man United fan. And I don't think... They're calling it the sack game, aren't they? But I don't think either team... Will sack. I think you've got to give Nuno a lot longer. He's hardly been in there. And Tottenham, you're not Watford. Give him a chance. And Ollie, I don't know. I don't know about Ollie, to be honest with you. Um, I think it's not for me to say I'm not a Man United fan, but from the outside, you know, he, 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 I think he just can't handle all the big names. And, you know, I said at the start of the season with Man United that, do you know what? This season is Ollie's season. If he's going to win something, he's got the players to do it. And if he doesn't do it this season, then I think he will probably go. But I think he may be there till the end of the season um, with the Glaziers. That 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 said, I don't. You, you don't know, do you? You really, really, really don't know. Anyway, <laughs> enjoy the takeaway. I will do. I'll enjoy the game being a neutral. Uh, don't forget, if you want to watch this back at all, get over onto YouTube. Give us a like and a subscribe. It's Leicester Till I Die TV. Can't miss us. Just type Leicester Till I Die TV in and give us a subscribe. If you want to listen to it, give us about 10 minutes. It'll be up on the uh, podcasts, Amazon and all the main ones, Google, 
Apple iTunes, Spotify, etc. If you prefer to listen rather than look at my ugly mug. I'm going to be back tomorrow night at four. I don't know, that's Leeds. Six o'clock tomorrow. Um, we'll have Melina back on, who I'm sure will still be very happy to talk about what happened well for them and what happened bad for us. Tomorrow night at six o'clock. Enjoy the games tonight, guys, if you're watching it, the Tottenham Man United one. And um, I'm going to just go off now, stick my head in the bucket and cry. <laughs> what else is there to do? <laughs> Stay safe, everybody. Have a good weekend. I say, well done, Arsenal. And uh, we'll be back. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Until I die. Subscribe, like, follow, and join in now. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport, powered by fans.